the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast with a host with a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Banks. Oh, thank you. I mean, I guess I can't confirm that, but I'm just going to act like it's true. Your birthday is more important than all of them anyway. All of what birthdays? Well, the anybody else from a Baltimore podcast that also podcast. has a birthday. Yeah. I just claimed that you oh, were yeah, one yeah, yeah, that yeah, had yeah. one, but I guess I don't know that. A lot of April uh, birthdays out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is the most important to this podcast though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. People are getting busy in July. You know, seemingly it seems like every year. Yeah. 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 It's a good time for it. It's the season. Oh, wow. America. <laughs> more to more to come on the season. More to come on yeah. the season. More to come on the season. Uh, and what a celebration for your birthday. You get master's week, one of your favorite weeks of the year. It's the best week of the year. I it's just the buzz is so sky high right now. I just can't even, this is like, and it seems like the masters like builds on itself. Like every year, like every year is just something going on. It's usually tiger related. It has you super fired up or ready to just like itching to get the tea times and the tea sheets. And this, just the pictures from Monday were insane. Just absolutely incredible. Look like, you know, back nine on Sunday with everybody following tiger, just lining the fairways all the way down. Incredible stuff. It's, it's wild. I mean, Tiger, this is goes without saying, lifts the game of golf into a different stratosphere from a you know, fan interest perspective. In this last like 10 days, we kind of touched on it last week, but this last like 10 days of Tiger rumblings, the plane tracking, him getting – and by the way, the Masters is fully in because half their content is about Tiger right now. Like they just are just – Here's Tiger playing him in corner. Here's a video of Tiger. Here's Tiger's press conference. Here's Tiger's history at Augusta. They know what drives the needle. He should win PIP. And for what people don't know, PIP is like the PGA Tours program that they give out bonuses based on interest that players drum up based on social media and a variety of other factors. I mean, Tiger should just win that every year until he's dead. It doesn't even matter if he plays. He's so clearly the biggest star in golf. They're going to have to like do that thing with like LeBron and Mike Trout where you just have to give it to someone else because of like fatigue. Like eventually you're going to be like, all right, we can't give it to Tiger every, every year. You know, we got, we got to switch it up. People are getting mad. Yeah. It's like he only plays the PNC father's son in like one champion store <laughs> event in 10 years. And it's like, ah, Tiger, he's driving, he's driving the views on Twitter, wherever the Twitter replacement is in 10 years. I was saying um, that like, so, like a smaller, like someone like a Max Homa or someone like that should have just tweeted out like yesterday, been like Tiger's playing. And like that, th- then he would have won the, the, what is it? The PIP? Like, yeah, he's the one that gets all the likes and all that inter- interaction on Twitter. Someone, someone like that should have been uh, mixing it up to, to get the scoop. The best the part thing, about, yeah, the, go ahead. The, yeah. The PIP program is just such a, it's just an annuity. It's like a, it's like a, Hey, thanks for building the game over the years. They built it just to try to appease Phil. And ironically, he's kind of, he gave them every opportunity to, to spit in his face there. And that's exactly what they did. Cause I'm pretty sure that Phil had the thing won and they were just like, eh, you know, you're going to mess around with this whole Saudi golf thing. We're going to flip the script here and give it a tiger. It, it's fun to watch um, the tiger interest, but also like watch the, like reading the tweets about how their players like, Oh my God, we can't believe he's doing this. We can't believe this is happening. And they've got to be, all be so excited because it just raises the stakes for everybody involved, which is like great for all those other guys who, uh, at this point, the whole generation of players that are the stars of golf are all grew up Tiger fans. So to have this guy continue to play with them, 
um, is amazing. Everyone should make sure to go read all of Banks's uh, master's content on barstoolsports.com. Um, I'm assuming recaps, previews of every day. You're, you're jumping on some shows. Betting storylines. It's, um, I mean, the preview is pretty comprehensive. I put, I slaved over that thing. There's almost 6,000 words in it. Every single player in the field. Um, it's, it's a super version of the one I do every week. Um, but then I'm, I'm going to do like daily head to head matchups every morning and then a recap every night. And, you know, when, you know, Billy Horschel does something stupid, like take his shoes off and play out of race Creek. I'm going to blog about it. Things like that. So, um, and then when Tiger wins, I'm going to blog about that too. So. Stay tuned for all the latest and greatest on that. Uh, I will be there Saturday and Sunday. So I'll be reporting for banks alive with no phone. Mm. So we'll talk offline about the, the merch, the merch situation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to send a full, I'm going to send a full, uh, text to a select group of people rdt if you want anything you let me know you let me know Just you want gnome. the gnome we were reading about the master's gnome no i'm gonna see if i can get that gnome um so and my guy's cold dead hands i mean that is wild for we, we read a story literally right before we started recording about they have these master's gnomes and they are i guess pretty exclusive and people are getting up at like four in the morning to get in the front of the lines, to go in the practice rounds, to go acquire these gnomes. They are pretty cool gnomes. Do you, have you guys ever had a gnome outside your house in any capacity? Well, the Buck Showalter gnome was a hot item. Yeah. Ah, true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. But that wasn't in front of that. Like I never put it out in front of the house. Like that's, I had it like on my desk at work and I got some hanging around like downstairs, but we were never a garden gnome family growing up. How many Buck Showalter gnomes do you have? Maybe two or three. Were there multiple versions? I honestly don't remember. No, they did a Buck one. They did a Manny one. And then I think the Bay Sox have done a Manny one. They did a Scope one. They did a Trey one. So I've got those. Those are down in the in the basement, in the man cave, all lining, whatever. How many pieces of Orioles memorabilia do you think that you have? We'll, we'll do. We should Maybe, do, we maybe should. we'll do a live starting five from my basement of just Orioles. Like you guys can pick your five favorite. Yeah. We should do that. We you we should have you pick like each day before every game. You should like tweet out one or weird Orioles memorabilia piece you have. That could be kind of fun. We do that. We could we could get something like that working. That's like me with Maryland. Just like Maryland free shirts at this point, or Maryland <laughs> merchandise at this point. I just have all the stuff that I've just been given. Um, speaking of the Orioles, opening day wildly. I feel like this is now after we didn't think baseball was going to happen. Opening day has now snuck up on us to Thursday. And honestly, unfortunately, because it doesn't seem like any of these prospects are going to play, a little ho-hum in terms of opening day storylines. But RDT, what's your like biggest thing you're excited for for opening day besides John Means? Uh, <laughs> See, yeah. Once you take him out of the equation, it's... you're like you just keep expecting it for it to be the year where it's like, oh, I can't watch, wait to watch all these guys, but like none of them are on the team right now. So. Yeah, and and it's t- like the Adley injury obviously sucks because like you look around the majors and you see like Bobby Witt, number one prospect in baseball, named to the the Royal starting lineup. Spencer Torkelson is going to be up there. Um, Hunter Green, you got Julio Rodriguez, like. I feel like the SpongeBob meme right now of Squidward, like inside staring out the window, watching Patrick and SpongeBob play. And those are all the top prospects calling up. I'm going to tweet that meme out tomorrow, probably like, and, and we're just stuck here with like Adley was hitting off a tee this week. So that's good news. Um, but again, I mean that, I think that does take a lot of the, the wind out of people's sails because again, 
like I see how excited Mariners fans are to see Julio Rodriguez and and the Royals with Bobby Witt, and we just we don't have that yet. It'll it'll be fine during the regular season when he gets called up, but it's it's again, I mean, it's it, I'm more kind of excited on opening day just to see like Wander Franco and 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 the Rays and some of those guys. Um, Orioles always perform well on opening day, regardless of where it is, you know who they're playing. I think I think like historically they're one of the best teams on opening, even like that first series. They're good for like a take take two out of three, and and the phone lines on on the fan are like lighting up. Shout um, out Jeremy Guthrie, Jer- should Cy Young. What two thousand six? Cy Young two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven is that what it was? It was a um, Facebook status came across uh, my feed a couple days ago. I said Jeremy Guthrie for AL Cy Young twenty eleven. Didn't didn't come to fruition, but it's I like where your head was at. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, obviously, again, I'm looking forward to seeing Trey out there. Austin Hayes healthy. Um, and again, eventually, it's not going to be this weekend, but eventually Grayson, DL, Adley, and and some of those other guys. I'm, I'm hoping Mountcastle can uh, – can, I think Mountcastle is a good 30, 30 to 35 home run guy. He had 33 last year. So, again, it's just kind of we're going to sit back and wait on the young guys. Now we just have to see when they're coming up. So, but I, I am very excited. Baseball is back. I know the Orioles is, is it Friday? The, the, the opener? Cause the Orioles are opening on Friday, but I think the Red Sox and Yankees are Thursday, which probably looks like it's going to get rained out. So that may just be good for baseball in general. Again, going up against tiger and the masters and, and that whole storyline. So yeah, I think that, I think that is the case. I, I they may have like a couple games. Like the, I didn't look at the full slate before I jumped on, which is what I should have done. In, in well, I think it's like Yankees, Red Sox. Maybe we'll get like Padres, Dodger, you know, something like that. Some sexy, like late night matchup. Um, there are a lot of games on Thursday. On Thursday? Oh, I guess they're just uh, doing the Orioles. The Red Sox and the Yankees open it up at 105. Which, again, um, it sounds like it may get rained out. I know people with the, the game. The weird part is the only game on an ESPN platform, maybe FS1 has games, is Reds-Braves on ESPN2 at, on, th- at, on Thursday night at 8. Oh, and well, then, that'll be the, – the you know, the Braves will get their – Orioles-Rays at 310. Live from the trop, no, no more electric place to open up your season, right? I think last, uh, they, no, no, that wasn't that time. I can't not wait for baseball fans to freak out about the first night of Apple TV or Apple, Apple, um, TV plus national games, which is a doubleheader on Friday, Mets, Nats, which cool. is going to be, isn't it? The, the Yankees have like 21 games streaming only on, I think, Amazon, services. Amazon. They, That's they took, yeah, they moved the games from like how you know how the mass and games simulcast or whatever on like you know, WJC or whatever it is. Um, that's like those games. You, I can't remember the station in New York, but it's a network. And yeah. Those games are now on Amazon. That's still, I mean, that's, there, that's, that's tough. That's are there tough. people in 2022 don't have Amazon Prime? I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. It's insane. It makes, I mean, everyone should have Amazon Prime. It literally makes no sense to not have it. It's just maybe people, the greatest product in the world. People may have it, but service. people may not know how to like get am you know this the streaming stuff. Like, there may be people who order who just order stuff and like have it. There for are gonna that be reason. some stodgy Yankee fans, old school Yankee. Fans I, that's what I'm pissed. talking about. Like the the old school Italians on in Brooklyn, like the you know the 27 rings people and and stuff like that. So yeah, that's a tough look. A lot a lot of bars are probably trying to order it through their. Uh, that is the other thing is the bar, the bar situation, all having to figure out streaming 
That's going to play a part in sports, like as we move forward too. That is disaster in our neighborhood. Yeah, and yeah, in in Fed, it's going to be a total disaster. They can't. None of these bars can get it right anyway. I have, and I have no shame saying that about all the bars around here that struggle with their TV management. It's just, it's just, it's it's an issue. Just it's prime, prime bad TV and bars like season coming up now. Oh God. Yeah. Well, now yeah. I mean, I guess now it's it's a lot of people waking all those sports and, then... and waking up the next morning with impractical jokers and whatever other else that's over that's over now, you know. But the last three weeks, four weeks, we're all TNT, True TV, whatever. It's just oh my god, that it's so much impractical jokers at the bar this last like three weeks. I mean, impractical jokers, and they're missing a joker. So it's really you know they didn't not really Heath, get the not Heath Ledger. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> Sunday night baseball now at seven o'clock. By the way, I think I forgot that that was a thing. Good, fantastic. Every every fucking game should be on at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Excuse me, that's my Dude, my you, Bill Simmons you, intro. Were you guys freaking out about the nine twenty star last night for the national championship game? Was that a was that in your crawl? <laughs> How are people not used to that? This has been going on for twenty years. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. Super wow. Bowl was on Saturday night. <laughs> That was a good game last night, though. It was. It was yeah. a fun game. The last, I mean, the last eight or nine minutes was really. It was good. The last two or three minutes was was awesome. Saturday night was the most engaged I've seen bars in a college basketball game in a long time. Yeah, that was a very fun environment to be in. With some people were saying that it's probably the. It may have been either a the most watched game or the most important college basketball game since Bird and Magic. Well, you know that just like hype everyone being into it like everyone having a side which i i think that may be true like i can't really think of a, n- another game i can't think of a game in another sport where it elevates it from one level to just this is much must watch stuff like and that's why i think duke and and unc are i think that's the best rivalry in sports like i i think and i, I think something like this showed why like most watched national semifinal since 2017 now the one caveat with this is this was the first year the semifinals and the final run tbs i believe it's the first year it definitely obviously happened in 2017 that game north carolina oregon was on cbs which is a you know when it's just on a network you're just naturally going to have more viewership most Mm -hmm. of the time and not on cable um because it's more available and people are used to there's like a lot of viewership habits there in terms of tuning to cbs like i was night that i did it i turned to 13 and i'm like what the what is going on i was the dentist today and my dental hygienist was like so where was that game last night he was on cbs and i was like no i was on tbs and she was like oh whoops oh yeah so um great yeah both a uh, pretty solid final four i mean the kansas villanova game was nothing to write home about the championship game and the um the duke north carolina game on saturday were absolutely fantastic uh, so, yeah, opening day, Orioles, Friday, Rays. We'll see how it goes. And then at Camden Yards next week. So, the O's are back. And we await, we await. At, I mean, now it's just awaiting Adley. I think that's kind of the storyline at the beginning of the I, season. I put out, I think, his over-under on when he was coming up on, I think I said June, May 1st. I'm switching it to, I, I think he'll come up. Um, I think we'll see him at the end of um, April. I think April 29th. Against the Red Sox, a Friday night game. They're they're coming off a long West Coast road trip. I feel like that's the perfect time to bring them up. Sell some tickets after the road trip where you're playing Oakland and and the Angels and then back to New York. 
may not be a great road trip, but uh, again, you get them home Friday night game against the Sox is going to be packed anyways. I think you could sell some extra tickets there with uh, bringing Adley up or something. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Um, fifth watch, by the way, fifth most watched national semifinals. I kept reading this to jump back in on this. Um, Maryland, Kansas in 2002, 18.47 million. Maryland, Duke in 2001, 18.32. So the Terps, Terps bring the viewers when they're in the final four. And it's yeah. funny because the, the UConn game was better than the Kansas game. Oh, the Kansas game Kansas was, was good, though. but do you, I mean, the, that yeah, UConn, UConn game, game is... was incredible. It's an incredible awesome. basketball game. Awesome. Incredible basketball game. Um, Baltimore Ravens, I mean, I guess just the Ravens Twitter just continues to be mad about different things. Right now it's Bobby Wagner not signing for the team, even though the Ravens offered more money. I don't know what to tell you. Guy wanted to go to guy wanted to go to the Rams. I feel like that's that's sort of the moral of the story. Yeah, LA native, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it just makes sense. And I don't actually buy that the the offer was better in Baltimore either. Like that's not necessarily what I've heard. So um it is what it is. Like we it would have been nice to have, but um it's it's kind of an expensive price for an older player and at a position that's not one that's worth investing all that much money in. So you know, move on to the next. What are you gonna do? Make make DK Metcalf photoshops. <laughs> that's what everybody seems to be doing. And I people are just they're delirious. The, the amount of, I mean, it's, it's, they're just bored. They need the amount of that. Adobe um, like partnership or like the Adobe suite things that have been sold in Baltimore in the last like year and a half have probably skyrocketed. <laughs> it just it seems like, like everyone has, a, has an account and just, just photoshops things just for fun. Eric DaCosta did speak to the media today. Um, and a couple things just throw out there. I'll throw these guys out there and you can, you can, nibble on whatever you'd like uh sounds like there's just a ton of Ron, ronnie stanley uncertain uncertainty we're not sure how ronnie is going to rebound we're optimistic we feel like he's on a good pace to come back that seems like huh we don't know um DeCosta acknowledged the team is very concerned about its cornerback depth i would think that means the ravens will draft at least two corners mm-hmm. I think they should they be doing that every year anyway yeah and that's honestly every team should be doing that every year yeah because you just need to have corners um and even if you have corners and you have a glut of them and you have to trade one and you get something back, like it's never bad to have corners because they're pretty mm-hmm. good for everybody. Edge rushers, typically those guys goes past. Predicted there will be a run on pass rushers in the top 10. Not a shocking situation. Um, said the center positions traditionally. It's, this is all from Jeff Zerebic's tweeting, by the way. Thank you to Jeff for his continued good work as a beat reporter. Um, it's pretty much – it's pretty much – mostly stuff you would expect from DaCosta said there'll be a few more outside signings, but the draft now is at the forefront of their minds. Um, <laughs> they, uh, DaCosta joked that they should be talking up more QBs. So more of them go before 14. Um, so that's sort of where we are. Not, not a ton out of that, um, out of that press conference, but it's always fun to watch the Ravens draft. And, uh, we're kind of coming up on big time mock draft season and it's, it's the, the needs have sort of stayed the same in terms of what you, what mock drafts are saying, you know, could be, a, could be a corner in the first round, pass rusher in the first round line, um, line in the first round. That feels like what's going to be at this point. Yeah. Those are the needs. That's what it's been all season. And those are areas that this team, 
Well, when you talk about pass rusher, they've been looking for somebody for a while. They've been looking to tr- try to beef that position up. They, you know, they took away last year and um, I think they got a guy there, but they've been constantly plugging with veterans and it's, it's time to get some more youth in there and get them in the mix. And then offensive line, especially in this Greg Roman era, they've been drafting those guys and missing on a lot of guys and they just got to keep taking swings and maybe taking swings at some higher rounds. So um, those are the mocks and makes sense. I hope that the Ravens decide to go with my guy, Chigo Conquo, who's now been linked to them a little bit from Maryland. He would be a fun, a fun pass catching tight end in this offense. I want him in Tennessee. Very good. Very good in the open field and just never, he had some weird stop starts at Maryland that I think didn't allow him to fully show the breadth of his potential. I think if he had one more year at Maryland with Talia, he could have had a really, really big year um, as a pass catcher, but had to sit out, a year because of some complications some medical complications in the COVID year and then came back and, you know, you don't play football for a year and a half. I think it took him a little bit to get back there, but he is also a really, really good kid. So I hope, I hope we have some Ravens. I love when the Ravens and the Terps connect in the draft happens every once in a while. It would be, would be fun. Um, So hopefully, hopefully that happens. Um, We will move to the starting five draft presented by fed thrill. Um, I want to say to Fed Thrill that I wanted like to get to, you know, April and be like, hey, we got, you know, sunglasses weather. But it has been brutal the last two days. It's cold. It's raining. But it's coming. It will eventually come. Use the promo code EXIT52. Get the discount on Fed Thrill sunglasses. Prepare for the summer in honor of the great, great, great Tiger Woods and his multiple participation potentially in this category we are doing best comebacks now my caveat to this is best comebacks in anything could be comebacks in different parts of life comebacks in sports comebacks in games whatever it is so banks you have the first pick rd2 you have the second pick i have the third pick banks i wonder where this is going tiger woods (laughs) which one uh i'm gonna take 2019 okay this is 11 years in the making um, I mean, it's almost like a culmination of multiple comebacks. He had a leg injury that he played through in the U.S. Open and then, you know, was battling back from that. And then obviously all this stuff at Thanksgiving and we don't got to talk about that. Um, and then he had just numerous back injuries, so many back injuries. And he came close in a bunch of majors where, you know, shit like Tiger hitting – Man, what year was that where Tiger hit the flag stick and it rolled back into the water um, on 15 and just couldn't get one? And then he had the the whole spinal fusion thing and him coming back and, and winning that that Masters in 2019 was just such a long road for him to get that that 15th major championship. That was a truly amazing situation. There's no doubt about it. I don't think anyone thought he would win another one of those. So it's a very good pick. High on my board. I put it on my board and I, I knew I didn't have the first pick, but I, I knew I was like, it's I think it's going either way. If whoever had the first pick, any of you two. <laughs> um, I also, I thought we were doing uh, best comebacks based off of another game that happened this weekend. Um Oh, I thought it was based on Tiger. Uh, I, sure. I, I was actually thinking about both of them. 
So. Yeah, I, I was just like, oh, like I, I, I thought oh, yeah, of Tiger. But I was really like, well. Um, mine, I have second pick, right? Me. Yep. Um, I'm going the Cavs three-one comeback, 2016. Oh my god. The original, like, don't, don't let this distract you from the fact that Golden State blew a three-one lead. Steph Curry choked. Draymond kicked mm-hmm. LeBron in the balls. Got suspended. Soft ass suspension. Goat um, cemented his legacy. The block, chase down block is an all time play. Kyrie with the big shot. Um, I was I was so nervous. I didn't even watch any of that game seven. I just I got a text when it was over. I was like I I didn't want to watch it. I couldn't. Um, and yeah, again, just LeBron, LeBron, and Kyrie just having an all time series and. What was it, 73 and nine, but doesn't mean a thing without the ring. I think that's what Rodman or whoever was saying. So beating the best team in, in NBA regular season history. It's, it's the best comeback. Look, there, there's that classic like LeBron clip where they're like, hey, Draymond said this, and he kind of gives him that look, and it was just over from there. So sorry about it. It is an amazing, that is an amazing, uh, that was an amazing situation. And it was like, it kind of defined, it kind of is the thing that is like put LeBron's legacy over the top a little bit in terms of yeah. his, his titles. Like it has to be, I mean, cause again, people, you're never going to, people are never going to give credit or they're never going to really count that the heat ones as like championships like that, that one for Cleveland, the way they did it, the team they did it against the players, they did it against how they did it was, was unbelievable. Um, okay. I got two here. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I am going to take. Oh man, I'm conflicted here. I don't know what direction I want to go. I I normally am like very locked into my first few picks, and I'm like all over my board here in different categories. I'm gonna take The Rock returning to WWE in 2011. Host WrestleMania 27 set up his two WrestleMania matches against John Cena in Miami, New York. One of there I was there for, and it was an electric moment. I think he tore his pack. I can't remember if he tore his peck in the Miami one or the New York one. But when the most electrifying man in sports entertainment comes back after a seven-year absence, I was in heaven. Because I'd never when I was sort of started a WWE fan as the rock started kind of weighing away in like the early 2000s. Um, like the 2003, 2004 range when his his run was coming to an end. And so to have him back was fun. So I'm taking the rock. I may take like a bunch of just W I love WWE. WWE is one of the best return comeback. They're, they're, they have it nailed down. They're so good. It is like the best, one of the best things that they do. Um, including one that happened this weekend at WrestleMania that I probably won't pick was freaking electric. Um, and then I'm going to take Frank Reich in the miracle of Miami. I'll get a Maryland one in here. Um, it's, it's amazing that, Frank Reich also has another thing that could be on this list, obviously, um, that I won't take because it doesn't matter to me. But the Miracle Miami is incredible, and the the pat the famous pat, you know tipped pass is an amazing is one of the all time Maryland football highlights. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get that on the board. Um, Terps going down and beating the Canes. Um, I'm, I can't the, the score should be in my head, and I for some reason I can't remember. So I'm looking it up as we as we talk here. Um, down thirty one nothing at the half. No big deal. One forty-two to forty. I, I, when I was like younger and like Maryland football wasn't great. Like anytime you were watching a college football game and someone was 
I don't know, maybe down like 24 or 28 or something like that. And they score two touchdowns. Like they used to always just put that clip in and be like, Oh, here we go. You know what it is. The the best comeback ever. And I'd be like, Oh, that's cool. Maryland football. Like that's right. They have it, you know, that, that record. So that's a pretty noteworthy one. Um, I'm going to go Orioles, Red Sox, June 30th, 2009. Orioles scored 10th in the seventh and the eighth to come back and beat the Sox after being down 10 to one. Um, again, just a, a bad Orioles. I think they, that win got them to 35 and 42. So they weren't awful at that point, but again, just being down 10 to one to the Red Sox um, and coming back like they did is pretty, uh, I just remember like turning the game off and then just having to turn it back on like two hours later. Um, anyone want to guess who got the win? Nine, you said, 2009. No idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Who'd you, who'd you say, Brian? Rodrigo Lopez. Mark Hendrickson. Wow. NBA player, too, I believe. Um, who gave up nine runs, seven of them earned, in, in I think three innings? Orioles starter. I just don't have a name. Rich Hill. Mm. wow it's basically mark hendrickson yeah pretty much That's just funny. a little slow he's like a little shorter and and still pitching and and throws much uh much slower so yeah that was a that was a pretty fun comeback the one that i i can barely recall thanks you got two I'm taking I'm taking the Red Sox coming back against the Yankees. I even consider taking it first overall. I know that the Red Sox now are like obnoxious and that's their whole entire city's MO has become obnoxious. Um, but at the time, the Yankees were the bad boys on the block. Uh, very much, you know, wasn't necessarily the peak of that era for them, but they were still the team to beat for sure and and it, you know, had their number the year before when that series went seven games with Aaron Boone and everything. And um, for them to turn around the way they did, it's hard to – I mean, it's really tough to put anything else up against it. And, again, just the way they did it and the <clears> characters <throat> they had on that team. Because I, I, at that point, the Red Sox were easy to – they were fun to root for because, again, they were just that lovable loser. Like, oh, they're, they, you know, yeah. they're never going to do it. And the Yankees – yeah, like you said, the Yankees were the Yankees, so – that the was magnitude just, that was... with the with the whole drought and the rivalry and everything, and, mm-hmm. and they had fought earlier that year with Veritech and A Rod, Don Zimmer, <laughs> just tossed like a Rip. sack of potatoes, Pedro. <laughs> so I mean, that was that was pretty much the height of just general baseball of our lifetime, probably. I know, mm-hmm. like we like to to think about those mid nineties Orioles and the 2012 and 2014, you know, 2016, that whole thing. But when it comes to just general baseball, that was the peak yeah. in our lifetime. And then I'm just going to take Michael Jordan. I'm back. Simple as that. Hard to deny. Nobody's ever been more back. He was just back. Reeled off three. Three ships. He's on his way. Not to mention he, uh, well, this is almost double dipping. I guess I'll leave it. 
All righty. Back to me. Um, I'll take the Cubs coming back from 3-1 down in 2016. That was a, that, I feel like it's a slept on World Series. Um, 2016 yeah. was just the year of the the 3-1 comebacks. Um, but like, I mean, that game seven, the rain delay, seven. the Rajay Davis, like the the you know, no one had no, you weren't homering off off Aralis Chapman, let you know, and then Rajay Davis out of nowhere. That gave us like the all time big cat gif moment. Uh, if you were watching the live stream when the numbers were like shooting up by like. 5,000 at a time <laughs> and and he knew something bad was going to happen and he just collapses and he says he thinks he's having a heart attack um and again the Cubs were that they were that lovable loser with like a young fun team to watch with a Bryant and Rizzo and 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 all those guys um so that, that was a fun one I yeah that, that was that, that was a whole that was a very entertaining series I'll go Cubs Cubs Indians Guardians it's good it's a good pick. Thank you. It's a good pick. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember um, back in 1981, um, Santana's top 20 single winning. Well, after that single, Santana didn't have a song in the top 20 till this run in 1999. Smooth with Rob Thomas, number one hit. Maria Maria with product G and B and Y Cliff John number one hit. And then two years later, the game of love by Michelle branch. I'm going with Santana. What a comeback. Mm. He was absolutely out of the woods and then came back with three absolute hammer jams, hammer fuego jams. Give me Santana. My guy, Santana. I just I, want to talk about the game of love. The game of love might be <laughs> the game of love might be the best song ever made. That's a great song. It's either I, that or all too well. It's one of those two. I've always been on the record that I think Maria Maria is better than Smooth. Both are very good. Both are very good. I probably overdrafted Santana here, but I was doing some research on best music comebacks, and I love Santana. The freaking guitar in Santana songs with featured artists. Into the Night with Chad Kroger. Whew. He even made Chad Kroger likable. <laughs> That's my pick there. Then I'm taking Muhammad Ali. Guy got put in jail. Came back and won the heavyweight title at mm, like 32 years pick. old. I'm taking Muhammad Ali. I mean, he was like, hey, fuck you, U.S. government. I'm not going to war. I'm going to sit in jail. I'm going to give up the riches. I'm going to come back. I'm going to lose once. Then I'm going to go to Zaire and beat a young, strapping, lean, mean, fighting machine, George Foreman. And I'm going to beat him in an, an Ali Bumbaye. Ali kill him. Ali Bumbaye. I'm taking Muhammad Ali. Amazing comeback. Never has Santana ever been picked over Muhammad Ali and everything, but it happened tonight. <laughs> but I know my guy Muhammad's looking at, down on me from from uh, from heaven, and he's a like, great pick, Taylor. So, shout out to Ali. Absolute legend. Comeback. Also, also, mm, in general, I'll let you have another Michael Jordan because Ali, come back in all those fights. The rope-a-dope. So, all, all into one one of the all-time comeback guys. So, um, RDT. Uh, I'm going to keep it simple here. Let's just go Jesus. Sure. It's a good pick. That's a good pick. It's a fantastic pick. He's gone, came back. 
I had him on the board. I should have taken him over Santana, but I needed to get Santana. Uh, in my I'm not sure that you're really qualified to make that pick. Per se, whoa, whoa. It's a really of interesting. It's a really home. interesting thought, Banks. Half of me is qualified to take it. Half of you put him there. Yeah, but half of me is, you know, half my team, half half enemy. But again, he, he, he prevailed. Still woke up on his birthday and celebrated it, you know. I thought that was a you pick. I thought you were taking that like second. Or, I thought you were taking like Tiger and Jesus one and two. No, some would not say, quite. Some would, say, some would say they're the same. I, I did, that was not. I meant to be sacrilegious. Trying to say, what is he saying, Major League? Trying to say Jesus can't hit a curveball. <laughs> Jesus is a great pick. I'm taking Lamar Jackson diarrhea. Wow. Thank God Jesus got picked over that. <laughs> It's great comeback. Yeah. Phenomenal. Just the theatrics of him coming out at the the darkest hour, making the play of the year. I mean, the season's in the tank if that that he doesn't come through for that. Because the boy Trace was down bad. So um, I thought about taking Paul Pierce in the same line. <laughs> He's a bum. Yeah. Uh <laughs> And then I'm just going to take Joe Mama. Yeah, there it is. See, I knew I had it on my mm-hmm. board. I knew you were going one of those ways. I thought it was a yep. Joe Mama or a... Joe Mama. It's a timeless Ooh. comeback. Always plays. You could have paired it with the Lamar, Yamami. Y- y- How does he say it? He just tweets it back to everyone. Yamami, he says. I don't know. <laughs> All right, me again, me again. Um, I'm going to go Plano East High School. This was like an all-time um, uh, MySpace video. And it was like one of the big early YouTube ones, I think. That high school was down 41-17 with three minutes left. Onside kick scored, got the ball back, scored, ended up tying the game, or ended up going ahead with a touchdown with 24 seconds left only to give up a kick return touchdown and lose 48 41. So it's a great video. If you haven't seen it, like the back and forth, the announcers are going crazy. It's Texas high school football. Um, So they came back. They ultimately lost spoiler alert, but down 41 17 with three minutes left. And then just to give up a kickoff return when your guys are just absolutely gassed with, with 24 seconds left is a tough one, but it was a hell of a comeback. They just couldn't really complete it. Uh, there's a lot of places I could go here. Um, but left for dead, um, at one point in their existence to return, like they did is a hell of a comeback. I'm taking the Jedi in star Wars came on back, beat Darth Vader, reemerged taking the Jedi big time. I mean, they all got slaughtered by Anakin Skywalker, um, killed all the younglings order 66 sad, Comes on back. Luke gets protected. Back, baby. Taking the Jedi. Good job. Got rid of Darth Vader. Well, sort of turned him good, but got rid of Vampire Palpatine. So, and they came back again. And the Star Wars story is the same every time. Just reimagining. So, I'm taking that. Everyone is someone's father, and then someone just keeps coming back. Correct. Pretty much. Was not on my board. I'll say that. No. Well, you guys aren't Star Wars guys. Yeah, I mean, you got you guys. You guys got another culturally relevant things one time. It was they between that. And, on, 
the undrafted free agent wire. You, it was sitting there for you if you want. Well, it doesn't matter because I, you guys aren't picking after me. So I, I, you know, I, I just wanted to do, I just wanted to do nice. It's like what I, it's like I picked it's like I'm in the 38th round of the MVP draft and I'm the gym and I picked my friend's kid. You're, like, you're oh, picking Mike Piazza. You're picking Mike Piazza as a favorite of Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's like, ah, oh, your kid's like uh, has a four ERA at Mount St. Joe. Sure, I'll take him. You're Harold uh, Baines Jr. getting drafted by the White Sox. <laughs> yeah. Out of McDaniel. I'm picking Kyle Ripken's kid. Uh, two, <laughs> who actually played in the minors, so good for him. Still uh, 2019 Tiger Woods. Um, the Red Sox against the Yankees. Michael Jordan on back. Um Lamar Jackson diary and Joe mama, the three, one Cavs come back. Uh, these are just hard to read for me, to be honest with the Orioles, Red Sox, 2009 Cubs, three, one down um, and Plano East high school. Oh, he skipped, skipped the big I one. Oh, he skipped Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, I took the rock, <laughs> the rock, Frank, Reich. I swear I'm Catholic. The rock, Frank, Reich, Red Sox. Uh, oh, God, I cannot talk. The Rock, Frank Reich. This is the worst ever done. The Santana, Muhammad Ali, and the Jedi. I had the kid from 21 in my board the, for the movie. What a rise to come back and get the money to go to medical school. You guys wow. have <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Hamilton. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. Nah. You haven't Googled, you haven't just, Googled what, he, what he's just, gone through. I know. Right? I just wanted to see what, how you guys would react. I just wanted to see how you guys react, and I got exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, Mariah Carey, Left for Dead, and then came out with, you know, her songs in the mid-2000s, uh, The Emancipation of Mimi. No? Was she left thought for about, dead? Thought about Britney. Britney's not mm, back. Yeah, Britney's, Britney's more right gone now. than ever. Oh, she's uh, new, new kids been back on multiple occasions. New, new, kids on, new Kids on the Block, Summertime coming out with summertime like 30 years after an actual song was good um i took nelly i think after i think just a dream no one saw coming yeah he good felt song. left for dead yeah john cena he's kind the, of gone again john cena the 2008 royal rumble there's a lot of wwe ones chris jericho coming back in uh the you know last decade so any honorable mentions for you guys <laughs> I didn't um, write them down. I had a bunch in my head that I was ready to say, and I just completely. I had, I had Joe, Joe, Joe Biden pretty much failed becoming president for like 40 years and then became president. Not a bad, not to make this political, not a bad job by him. <laughs> there's another, there's another comeback. I think we're going to talk about in a couple of years, but we don't, I don't want to jump the shit. Well, I mean, Dan, Don, Don, Don already had a comeback. He went bankrupt like 14 times and then became president <laughs> of the United States. Yeah, but 47. <laughs> 28 3 Pats. That, that has to be on there. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady, retirement to unretirement just for the social media, like the dunking, the, 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 the whole way that that went down, the retirement. Um, and I, then I had. I, Go, ahead. Go, go on. I, I was going to say I, I had the battle of Gettysburg. South was winning. Oh, I had John Stone as well. I had Richard Nixon after losing to Kennedy coming back and getting the presidency. It's a good job by him. I suppose so. Did a great job um, in office. Suppose so. I suppose <laughs> so. I saw a list. This maybe I was, we were in the middle of talking here. It was maybe in the second round. I saw a list and made me want to vomit. It was like. 35 best comebacks in sports. Coach K was number 30. 
Yeah, would he come back from his back injury? From from three mediocre seasons to start his Duke career. Jesus. The the best Duke comeback that you could have put on here if you were a Duke fan that we can is the Miracle Minute, which is an amazing comeback, honestly. It makes me want to put needles in my eyeballs, but it's an amazing comeback. Reggie Miller. Uh, yeah. What about someone I saw a lot on the list, the um Texas AM. What was that Iowa? What Iowa team was it in the in the um, finals or the NCAA tournament a couple years ago? Came back from like fourteen down to thirty four seconds A&M. left. Or, is it a, yeah A and M and Iowa like? Yeah, I remember I got up to literally was standing with the remote in my hand, about to turn it off to go to bed, and then just like I just stood there with the remote in my hand just because yeah. it kept like kept me yeah. in it, chipping away the the fighting Alex Caruso's. Peyton Manning on Monday Night Football against the Bucks that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, 24 with like four minutes left or something. 21 with four minutes left. Yeah, something like that. Um, Raven Seahawks, 2003, I want to say. From 44, 20, 41 to 24 is what the deficit was. You know, Orlando Brown Sr. with the, with the fourth and one stop and Anthony Wright, and Marcus Robinson. Great comeback. Good old fashioned names. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of political ones off the top of my head. And I've... Why are you trying? I just keep going back to the political well here. I just, you know, I'm just, you know, bearing up the content here, bearing up the content here. There's probably, like, uh, um, as, as an actor, one, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a very good one. From I, was, like, uh, I, I thought of him. Yeah. You know, was pretty much down bad and then, you know, be, gets becomes the highest paid movie star in the world for a little bit as, as Iron Man. So um, like I said, uh, the one from WrestleMania this weekend was Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE. An amazing, I, return, an amazing. I comeback. thought it was stone cold. I thought that's when you were talking about that. Well, he's, that, he's that's been back actually for a little bit though, right? him actually wrestling a match like that and taking bumps like that was wild. Like I was sitting there watching and was legitimately concerned that he was going to get hurt because he's in all this stuff with his neck. Like his body's been like super broken down. Like mm-hmm. you don't think WWE would have tried to go to that well for 20 years to put him in matches at WrestleMania. And I don't know if he got like, I think there were some reports he got like some new procedures done that or something that like he's like gotten back to enough health, but he was like take, taking legit stuff against Kevin Owens. It was very entertaining. Very good two night WrestleMania. It was very, mm-hmm. very entertaining. The McAfee stuff was incredible. He did an amazing job. That was unbelievable to follow on Twitter. Like, first off, his entrance was amazing. It was incredible. Amazing. And then and then him in the ring was was somehow even better than the the Seven Nation Army and the the, the, the Cowboys cheerleaders and all that. That was, I mean, again, I'm not a wrestling guy anymore. I used to be when I was younger, but that I was watching that like, oh my God, this is fantastic. We need so to good. do. We need to pick a good. Ooh, we need to do a, wrestling songs. A solid. We need to do wrestling. Oh my god, for sure. We yeah. need to pick like a solid pay per view and go watch over at uh, Jimmy's. That would be fun. That I've always wanted. Fun. I've always wanted to watch a wrestling pay per view with like a bunch of people. Uh, not that I haven't like at my house, but like like <laughs> a bar. I've never watched wrestling. It's like we do that every year. <laughs> yeah, the Royal Rumble. We do. <laughs> we do end up doing that. Uh yeah, very entertaining stuff from WWE this weekend. So good for them. Um, Nick Kinder Medley, Maryland person of the week. I'll start. That's what I was going to give it to was I've been a little out on wrestling for a few months and got back into it for WrestleMania. And I was very entertained this weekend by both nights. So 
I'm, I was going to give it to them, but I won't. I'll just mention that they'll not mention. I'll give it to Olivia Rodrigo, three Grammys. Bang. I don't know how, uh, how, how original my idea was or my comment on her Instagram when she was holding all her awards. I don't know if you guys saw it. May have been the top comment. I haven't checked. I just wrote, good for you. Thought that was like nice. the most dude, genius that's thing in the world. That's fire, dude. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm really, also really surprised good. that everyone else in the world didn't do it. It's going to check. I mean, Olivia many- was great. Great on the yeah, show. Yeah. Did a fantastic job. Sang her heart out. Driver's license. Superstar. She's a superstar. You heard it. And you heard it here on this podcast. I was educating people on Olivia Rodrigo on this thing like a year and a half ago. Look where we are now. Grammys, top selling albums and singles. Big time. I can't find RT. my comment on her uh, post. There's only nine. Well, it's probably gotten too many. Comments. It's probably gotten too many likes, you know? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No one, none of the top comments are good for you. Like, what are you doing? That's a layup. God, it just sets me apart from everyone else. All these other sheep. Anyways, is my my turn? Yep. Uh, I was going to give it to uh, Banks for his birthday because I know we like to do the birthday shout-outs even though mm. we did it at the beginning. And, and I don't know if we're saying her name, this, the significant other, because this weekend was a good time. And fun at the, yeah, at no, the brewery. I was going to give it to her. She threw a surprise party. I, I'll, I will, I will that, give that so. up. You, you can give it to her. I'll give yeah, that no. up. You throw a surprise party for your boy, you immediately win. So very, very nice of her. It was a lot of good talk with a lot of good talk with Jimbo. Jimbo's honorable mention for bringing all the 91. uh, That was fun. 91 tops. That was a lot of fun. Whole box of them. NRDT for for give me chip, Um, Tiger, whatever, you know, Augusta National. Me for writing a 6,000 word blog. Wow. Gives it to himself. Thank you for your yep. absolute service. Yep. Me for winning a fantasy basketball championship. Oh my God. Oh, thank, thank LeBron then. Service. Then thank LeBron. Yeah. Wow. Me for, doing, me for doing taxes 70 hours a week, you know? Wow. I mean, what a self-congratulatory situation this yep. has become. Yeah. Wow. Wait till next week when we get to April 15th. God, God, I'm counting down the hours till this. Till that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. my honorable mention, um, North Carolina, don't care. They didn't win the title. Yep. Slate coach guy. Unbelievable. That was so much fun. I know we <laughs> talked about at the top, but that was just an incredibly fun situation to watch. And Hubert Davis, they were trying to run him out of town on like January 5th. And he comes back slays coach K twice. And is you know, a couple of plays away from a national title, not a bad first season. Former wizard. Great. That's how I first remember him. Yeah, I just remember he was on TV for a while, and mm-hmm. I was shocked mm-hmm. he went into coaching. And now he's, you know, and he was an assistant for a while too. I think he was an assistant from like 2012 to last year. That's yeah. all. I mean, that's a that's a solid. That's a long time. It was. It was. Uh, it was a. It was, I thought it was a very good tournament, even though we didn't get like we didn't get. I don't think one buzzer beater. There was no like, and what what's the big moment takeaway? Like the big shot, the big moment is it? It's got. I mean, it's just. Yeah, it's an interesting turn because you have an all-time Cinderella run in St. Peter's, which was very fun. You have the Duke stuff, which was the dominating storyline of the tournament. As it should have been, because it's an all-time as it should coach. have been, yeah. As it should have been. And you got an all-time game in the semifinal, which will – once again, this is going to be the same thing as the Baylor national title. Even though the championship game was very good, and I think mm-hmm. we'll be remembered for the, com- the, you know, the amazing comeback that Kansas went on, I think it's the 
Coach K lost that ultimately, like, what happened in 2022? Oh, North Carolina beat Duke in the semi. You yep. won't be like, oh, remember when, and then you'll be like, oh, and Kansas, then Kansas came back to win in the national title game, which is a very much, much better than the horrible title game we got after the Jalen Suggs shot. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no real, like, awesome. I mean, the most memorable thing was the St. Peter's win over Kentucky in the first round in terms of, like, what happened in the first round. But, like, you know, Purdue missing Mexico's, that. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think yeah. of, like, I mean, Purdue, Purdue losing to St. Peter's, by the way, mm. will be. You know, like, okay, so St. Peter's creeps upon Kentucky, beats them. They win in the second round, fine. That Purdue team with all of their size, like, it's just, uh, if you're a Purdue fan and you have, you know, Jaden Ivey's going to pick the top five, you have Edie, who's 7'3", you have Travion Williams, who's, I don't know what they do now. Like, mm-hmm. that, w- like you had a road to the Final Four where you then were going to play a 15 seed and an 8 seed to get there. And North Carolina probably beats Purdue based on how both teams were playing. But man, I mean, man, I wouldn't have slept for a week if I was a Purdue fan. That's one of those. If it was like a pro team, it's like you gotta break, you gotta just everyone's gone. You gotta break it up and you gotta start over. Like, yeah, obviously, it's, it's not just college, and Matt Painter's a good coach. They just, I don't know what happens to them in the tournament. And they, and they. You know, four years ago they lost that amazing game with Carson Edwards Virginia, scoring like thirty-eight. Right? The Virginia game that was four years ago. Yeah, I guess yeah. that was when you uh, UVA won, right? Yeah, because they what? Because in twenty eighteen they lost in the first round. They won in twenty nineteen, so three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Great. Good. Sad the NCAA tournament's over. One of the best times of the year. It in the Masters week is maybe the best one of the best four week runs of sports, mm. especially with the opening of of baseball in there normally as well. Always very very fun. Um, that's it, gentlemen. Unless you have any other honorable mentions or anything else to to go over. I'm ready to watch um, the golf. I'm excited. As you said, <laughs> I had, I had Camden Yards 30th anniversary tomorrow. True opening day. So. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Even with the even with the fence move back, still the best ballpark in the in the country. Yeah, I can't. I know. I'm I'm kind of jonesing to go back. I I like when they opened up during the pan, like with the some of the capacity stuff. I just never went back, and I'm just like excited to go. So, um, Masters into a you know potential appearance at Camden Yards next week. I'm excited about. Um, Follow us on social media, X-Men 2 Podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow Banks. Make sure to follow him this week if you're into golf. Banks, by the way, on the picks, you were red hot on the match play picks, if I remember correctly. Undo so pick. you're on a bit of a heater. So if you're looking for golf picks this weekend, make sure to check out Banks on Twitter and all the stuff on Barstool. Um, you can follow Eric at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. Eric, what's your baseball coverage look like this year for Barstool? Do we do you have anything we need to, you need to plug here? I have no idea. Just going to blog what I see. There you have it. That's about it. Make sure you read those blogs. You can follow me at TaylorSmite10. You can like Maryland tweets if you want to make me happy. Um, Follow, or excuse me, follow all of our sponsors here. Obviously, Fed Thrill, um, 20% off with the promo code X52. Thread Level Midnight has your X52 merch. And Jimmy Seafood. You can go to Ravens games, you can go to Orioles games, you can go to food trucks, you can go pretty much anywhere and get this food at this point. Make sure to support them. And we will see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.